Well, uh, <laughs> well, I was just I was watching a thing in uh, about uh, England and they were talking about um, um, plastic surgery and there were some people that were you know, they kind of needed it. You know, they had some odd things that needed to be repaired, you know, for social, you know, I mean, not they weren't, yeah. you know, uh, they weren't elephant man style, but they had some stuff going on. And this one guy goes, uh, they're talking to a doctor and they go, well, yeah, the thing is, is that their situation isn't life threatening and we have to uh, prioritize what's life threatening. He says, you could get you could get a, a, a breast augmentation if you wanted one, but you're going to have to wait in line. <laughs> I go, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was I've been yeah. watching all this shit going down with the with the governor, you know, uh like um okay, I can understand how the governor can tell uh you know, could shut a, a a business down because they have that, you know, the business license authority. That's one of the reasons why they've done that. But um let me tell you something, the governor don't tell me what to do. I tell him what to do and then he does that. That's how it's supposed to work. Right. And, uh apparently and, and, they, they didn't get their job description when they got hired. I guess I don't know. <laughs> well that's kind of been that's kind of been our state's uh problem with uh government over the last 20 years is that uh overstepping their boundaries we're not going to get anything done until this thing is gets over with hmm. i'm not i'm not trying to say that this isn't bad yeah but um i saw i saw if if they've and and I see now that the voluntarily uh, sanctioning yourself for the rest of the world is is over. Now it's they put a, a government mandate on it. Yeah. And I'm going okay. Well, I hope all these assholes that are going and saying fuck that, I'm going to go out and do it anyways. Understand that the next step is martial law. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. And, 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 and and I've and I've seen I've seen them mobilizing, so I know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I um, uh, I always say the same thing. It, it, it I don't you know it's not that this is not a serious situation because it is a, it's a very serious situation, but um, when you start letting the government tell you that you can and cannot leave your house, and not only not only are you allowing them to do that and you abide by that. But you're actually guilting other people into doing the same thing. It's like when the governor is talking on the uh, uh, it was probably uh, the night that he issued that um, that stay at home order, which is which is illegal, by the way. The night that he issued that stay at home order, he didn't tell you that he didn't have any legal authority to do anything. He neglected to tell you that. But he right. But he did tell you about um, social pressure. Social pressure, for those who don't know, is snitch culture. That's what that is. It's it's yep. if you yeah, if you read nineteen eighty four, it's young pioneers. Turn into your parents, turn into your friends. Oh, um grandma, you know, dad went over to see grandma. I should call I should call the um the uh, uh county health officer and, and report him. That's what I should do. Because he's trying to kill grandma. <laughs> That's what they're doing. I, I actually saw this one guy who said, Well, the earth is taking a break without us. I go I go, no, they're not. no, it's not. No, it's not. Because we're still here. What they're saying is, is that those are the people that think that the human race is bad for the earth. All right. Yep. That the human race is a scourge. They talk a lot of shit, but when it comes to walking the walk, they don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and we and we've already talked in the last in the last podcast that we did that the human race is not perfect. No, but the fact is, this planet is what it is because of that. We didn't. We're not a. We're not a fluke. We're not a mistake. We're not a, a, a an accident. All right. You don't. You don't become the dominant species of an entire planet by accident. That don't happen. That's impossible. Because right. because look at us. We're freaking weak. We're not very big. We're not very strong. We're smarter than shit. That's for sure. And no, there, there's 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 animals that if you go hand to hand with certain animals on this planet and a lot of them you're going to die i would say uh, yeah i would say a large percentage of the of the uh of the animals on this planet even not apex predators like like um sharks or or tigers or uh uh wolves even not apex predators you don't stand much of a chance unless you, without no. a weapon 
without a weapon. But but an but, elephant, but, an elephant, you'll lose. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a hippopotamus, a, a, an anaconda, a chimpanzee, where will without breaking a sweat tear you to shreds and then eat you afterwards. I mean, you know, they gotta they gotta get their reward for busting a little ass, so they're gonna take right. a snack on you. Okay, but here's the thing: that mutation in our brain that gave us the ability to utilize a tool. And I don't mean a stick. Like I, people talk about, well, you know, chimpanzees use tools. Yeah, they use sticks so that they can get termites out of out of logs and eat them. That's not using. I mean, they, for all intent and purposes, using a tool. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about creation of fire. The, well, not the creation of fire, but the harnessing yeah. of fire. The creation of the bow. The creation of the blowgun. The creation creation of the firearm. Uh, the creation of the nuclear missile. Right. The human race is capable of creating the great equalizer because under normal circumstances, we would not stand a chance. There's no reason why the human race should dominate this planet on a, a purely on a physical level because they don't right. have the physicality, but our brain is the great equalizer and our ability to improvise and think outside the box is the great improviser. I mean, a dog or a wolf, they look at us and they go, okay, well, you know, I'm kind of hungry right now and, and I'll get my pack together. We can go tear that guy up and then we'll have a snack. All right. But that's it. They can't think of anything other than that. They don't see, oh, he's in a car. You know what? If we can bullshit him to get out, then we can get him. They don't think like that. They go by. Right. Oh, you jump in the car. You're out in the woods. You jump in the car. Oh, okay. Eh, forget it. It's too much trouble. We'll move on. A great white shark. If it's too much trouble – he won't do it because he doesn't have that. Uh, he does well. He doesn't have the the mental capacity to do it. But he also isn't willing to risk his life in order to or his his safety. But the human race, we can do other things like that. We can do things like that. We look at it back our ancient ancient ancestors. They're looking at a woolly mammoth. They're going, damn, that motherfucker is big. There's no freaking way. Right. There's no way. Yeah. But I have a nat ladle. I have a spear. I can I can trick him into running off a cliff that we can go down, cut him up, make make a shelter out of his skin, make clothes, use his bones for weapons, eat his flesh. And then we can use whatever's left to fertilize the garden. That's what the human race is capable of doing. So if you think that the human race is a scourge on this planet, you're yeah, I think you need to rethink your your position. Okay. Uh, well, you know what? We're we're getting way out of what we should be talking about, which is photography. <laughs> I know. I was about to stop you about about um ten minutes ago, and then and then I freaking freaking got off. All right. Okay. Uh, well, one of my first uh, things I wanted to talk to you about is uh, what what's the deal with the uh, artist uh thing? Oh, okay. The, the uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Artist statement. Artist statement. That's yeah. Art. The thing. The thing is, is that I, I had, I had never really heard of this term until <laughs> maybe a couple years ago. Uh, maybe a couple years ago. Okay. Where uh, people are, what they're doing, I guess, is they're, 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 they're um, using, they're writing an artist statement, which is basically like, um, you know, your take on the, on your art, what you're doing. Um, so I figured, okay, well, if, if if somebody had an artist statement, then I could, when we're doing um, episodes, I could just read that as an intro, and then, uh, and then that way it wouldn't be just, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the next episode of the Photograph oh. Underground, and I'm here with blah blah blah. Say hello, blah blah blah. Oh hi. Okay. And then oh. the music, it's like, eh, that's kind of, eh. I mean, it's okay in the beginning, but it's getting kind of cheese ball. What I thought was I could get an artist statement from this person, which is basically to say, I mean, there's no, there's no hard and fast rules, you know. It's just, it's just, you know, I mean, you, you can be as professional or unprofessional as you want and you can talk about, you know, it should kind of describe your art and describe, it's not like where you've come from, you know, it's not like a bio, you know, but, the, but here's the problem. I went back through and I was checking out a bunch of artist statements from people and they stink uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is going to be harder than it looks, right? Because I'm not exactly sure. I can't find an artist statement that is uh, anything less than, you know, where they came from and what their the gear that they're shooting and the and the you know the you know who they 
you know, I'm a professional, blah, blah, who gives a fuck if you're a professional? I don't mean nothing to me. <laughs> well, I, I think, like, well, I shoot uh, media, medium format, um, a horseman uh, view cam. Who cares? That don't mean anything to me. I don't care about that. Okay. Yeah, what okay, I think I, is, I see. I, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah, I wrote one out, but it, uh-huh. it, it does come up kind of bio-ish more than anything. Uh-huh. Okay, um, I, yeah, I, I wrote one. Here's... here's I wrote one. And it, is, it is straight up shit. Straight up shit. <laughs> okay. You know what? Yeah, are, 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 are you going to say it for the audience? <laughs> I, I'll, I I'll I do mine. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on. Let me let me let me let me bring it up and see if I can do it without completely humiliating myself. Okay. Well, I'll, re- okay. I'll read mine off, and, the, okay. and then you can tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. Now, 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 before I say this. Look, understand i'm i'm not here to create a website for my work i'm not here to i i i just create it for myself i'll put it up in a few places if someone likes it cool if they don't that's cool too i I, i'm not i'm not here to try to sell myself as a photographer but first off referring to myself as an artist feels like an oxymoron i am fascinated and dabble in many creative arts music, woodworking, sketch, writing, among them. But we're here to talk about photography specifically. Got my first camera at the age of 13. Photograph family and friends as most starting out starting out do. It became clear early on that I had a fascination for light and shadow. And with that, moving to black and white seemed only natural. Quickly, I learned was I learned that it wasn't necessarily black and white that had fascinated me, but the array of tones between them. Stark contrast was the thing that consumed me when it came to the visual arts. Still, I had no vision for the for for the for the craft of photography. That is until my late thirties, when my family owned a restaurant out in the desert, and I had to travel long distance to get to it. I passed through these places along the way where many people had tried to settle. They were in the middle of nowhere, abandoned and in severe disrepair, like props in some dystopian movie. I was hooked. Now I carry my camera with me at all times, chronicling the scorched earth as I see it, and finally learning how to use some of the finer settings on my camera to capture a mood. That's my artist statement. All right, that's pretty good. The only thing I would do is um um I like the um um I like the part about the dystopian I like the the um the dystopian f- uh, future. I like that. I like I like things like that. Uh all in all it's pretty good. It's considerably better than mine, <laughs> which is I I, I I I read I read about four or five of them out and then I go, "Okay, then I read a couple things that say what 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 you should write and how you should write it. Uh-huh. I go, okay, I can do that. And to be honest, this whole thing took me about 15 minutes, a uh, half hour, if you consider I had to go back and correct some of the grammatical errors. Shit, I've been working on mine for like freaking two days. I got I got like <laughs> I got like I got like I got like half a paragraph. You know, it's one of those deals. You write it, and when you write it, you go, "Oh yeah, that's cool. That's fucking cool." And then you go, and then you come back. <laughs> yeah, you come back two days later. You're looking at it, and you're going, "Oh my god, uh, good thing I didn't release that." Jeez. Well, <sighs> well, well. The the thing that struck me about most of it is they said it, it, it shouldn't be more than 250 to 550 words. Okay. I go. Right. Yeah. They go. They go. Uh, a lot of people when they talk about it quickly describe their journey to where they've gotten to and then give a wrap up in the end of it. Okay. And I go, and they go, and you always talk in the first person they said, and, and the best thing you can do is be honest without being over overly, uh, verbose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The only thing, well, no, no, I know everything's, it sounds pretty good. I like it. I think, I think, you know, maybe, well, now, see, because I don't want to give you um, suggestions that are that are my personal opinion, because it's not it's not my statement. So I can't be, I you know, I, you know, I don't want to be all nitpicky. So yes, yeah, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. I like the I like the um, you know, like what your focus is, 
and and how you I know you were talking about the little pink houses and then uh, you, then you were yeah. talking about the Scorchers Chronicle and I'm like okay that's cool um but you were but in that statement you're saying that that whole thing started really to kick off in your 30s not in your 50s so that all so th- that that whole well uh that well, that's that photographing that stuff did start in my late 30s it's when when we had a restaurant out in Havasu uh-huh. and I'd have to drive back and forth and there is a lot of these burned out and abandoned places along the route uh-huh. and a couple of times I stopped and take pictures although because of digital photography and broken uh, uh, computers along the way I've lost a lot of the pictures I took <laughs> during that time <laughs> yeah which which taught me how to do backup. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so it, it's it's it, 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 I I'm saying my journey in photography started early on, and and I've talked about how one thing that really pushed me along the way was the you know all those ma- all those rock magazines we read in the eighties. You know those 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 photographers were iconic. Yeah. The, the way they yeah, well, the way yeah. they photograph these bands yeah well that's a style in its in itself you know that whole mm-hmm. the, the way they yeah they I, I i would imagine that if you um got them all together they all knew each other and they were all uh probably yeah it's like it's like if you ever notice that um if you're ever listening to the podcast a lot of the uh, photographers the you know the hardcore photographers will talk about how um they were skateboarders and they'll be talking mm-hmm. about how they shot you know super eight or they shot vhs you know, they'd be there with the, these big old freaking VHS cameras and they'd be shooting this, this, um, they'd be shooting their friends, you know, bust, you know, getting freaking hit by cars and, and cracking their heads and, um, making zines. The term zine, a lot of people don't know this. And, and so that's why I'm going to, uh, comment on this. Uh, right now in the photographic community, especially, um, uh, film photography. There's a movement uh, to have your material printed up. It's called um, making zines, uh, Z-I-N-E, and um, they're cheap pulp. You know, very inexpensive. Well, not very inexpensive anymore. But um, what they used to do back in the punk days is they would they would um, create these little magazines and they would print them off on Xerox machines and they would. It would be hand drawings and it would be flyers and it would be ads and it would be stories and it would be cartoons and all kinds of crazy shit. They called them zines. Well, the thing is, is back then they were making zines, of uh, skateboarding zines, and um, so everything was black and white. Everything was uh, was film and, and it was just – you know it was stripped down, bare bones, uh, you know, eight pages, ten pages maybe, stapled in the middle. Now people are starting to do that st- – Still, but they're doing it in the film photography community, and what they're trying to do is put together a collection of photos and create a, a mini magazine, which is fine. They're mm-hmm. actually, they're, yeah, they're actually some really high-end zines, uh, and then some of them are just, you know, just, I mean, whatever. And I mean, they're cool, you know. It's, it's better than not doing it. It's better than not doing anything, you know. But there are some that are that are really high-end, and others that are that are, you know. People like if I was to do actually I'm planning on doing one, but or a few actually, but I'd like to do some that are just for guerrilla marketing, just like like I take like a, like here's my idea. I want to do a zine for the photographic underground, and I want everybody who's who's been on the show or who's in it or who uh, likes what we what we're doing or what we're we're talking about. Um, they get uh, two pages. They get one page, which is a headshot. If they want to, they can do whatever the fuck they want. I don't care what they do. They can use the two pages for anything. I really don't care. But the idea is, is that one page is like a headshot and an artist bio or not an artist bio, an artist statement. Page two is whatever the fuck you can cram on there. I don't care if you're overlapping, if you're freaking stacking it, if you're cropping shit. I don't care how many you get on there, but it's got to fit on one page. Mm-hmm. Then, then I, I eat the money. And I just uh, distribute that shit around. Well, I was going to be at the Starbucks, but it ain't going to be any. But I don't know how that's going to work out. And then I would just put it out like guerrilla marketing, you know. But um, 
like I said, we'll see how that goes. Because there's a couple, there's a company. There, well, a lot of people talk about a company called Blurb, B L U R B. Uh, but that they can be kind of expensive. There's another company uh, called, I think it's called Maxit or something like that. Let's see. Let's see. Um, uh, starts with an M. Uh, oh yeah, Mixum, M-I-X-A-M dot com, and they make zines. And you and and now I'm not sure exactly how to do it, but um, they, they it looks pretty cool. And all the zines look like what I think they should look like, you know, which is punked out. Um, like a lot of the the fonts, you know, look like um, um, what do you call that shit? Um. Like um, uh, newspaper, you know how when somebody would kidnap somebody in the movies, they always made a ransom note out of newspaper clippings and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I forget what they, I forget what they call that font, but yeah, yeah I know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, what, there's what? a, yeah, there's a font, there's a font for that, but it's a lot of that stuff and a lot of uh, you know, like street stuff and just street work and some like are really nice, you know, and they look really nice, like, like a production magazine. And some of them look like my idea of what a zine should be. Now, back then everything was black and white because it was Xerox machines and copy machines and all that shit. So it was, everything was black and white. Right. Now you can have all kinds of color stuff on there. Like, um, uh, just, just for shits and grins, we'll say 50 copies. We'll say the standard five by five by eight and a half, but you can get anything you want. I mean, you can get square, you can get seven by 10, you can get anything you want. So we'll get color mm. paper. We'll just say satin sides, eight, that's eight sides. And I think including the cover. Uh, and then there's other things you can do, you know, the other little tweaks and shit you can pick. And right now that's 43 bucks for 50 copies. That's not too bad. And that's bound. That's printed and bound. That's not too bad. You know, you, you can cl clean that up a little bit or change it however you want. You can have it in portrait or landscape, whatever you want. And, um, and um, you know, if you want something, they even have uncoated paper. So if you want something like really friggin', you know, punked out, you know, like when they yeah. used to do, it, do it on construction paper, you can do it that way. So anyway, that's my idea. But right now there's only four people. <laughs> you, you, me, Felix, and, and uh, Josh. And Josh right now is some is hanging out in London somewhere, I think. Felix is still in Felix is still in um, Temecula. He's shooting. Uh, he's doing videos right now. He's doing um, on Instagram. He's doing one minute educationals, which is kind of cool. Uh, he, OK. Yeah, because he strips it down. Uh, so like every Monday or release like because I think there's a, an Instagram limit on video size to about one minute. So he'll he does um, um, real short instructional videos. So that's cool. And then uh, but he's still doing a lot of the um, like the 70s style um 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 bodybuilding kind of not so much bodybuilding but like you know fitness culture and then josh right. okay yeah and josh is doing his uh or uh, yeah he's doing his um you know he's traveling the world with his old lady and his daughter so he's he's uh doing a lot of uh lifestyle stuff yeah he just sent me a text the other today he asked me he goes hey i know this one girl uh who um i worked with her for a while and she uh she's pretty good you might want to talk to her so i go oh, okay so i gotta yeah you just sent me that today so i gotta go freaking talk to her she's doing okay, a lot cool. of yeah she's doing a lot of heavy and stuff i want see that's the thing i want that's what i want for this podcast is i want i want to extrapolate out what happened with josh and, and felix out at out to the end you know until until either nobody cares or nobody is interested. But the problem is, is I am constantly getting these people that are, oh, yeah, I want to get on. I want to go on. I go, okay, yeah, cool, dude. Let me see your work. Okay, yeah, I like it. Okay, cool. Because here's the thing. What gets you on the show is is you got something in your work. I don't care if it's one image or a thousand images. I don't care. But for some reason, I liked what you had to say. That's what gets you on. Right. Look, I don't care what you're shooting. I don't care who you're shooting. I don't care what your name is. I don't care how long you've been shooting. That don't mean shit to me. You come on this show and go, well, I'm a professional this and that. Okay, well, I don't give two shits about that. Uh, it's not here. We're not here to talk about your professional career. We're here to talk about your work. That's it. Yeah. We're, we, I don't care where you – see, that's my motto or, or motto I'd like to live by. I don't care where you came from. You know, I mean, it's interesting to an extent, sure, but almost all of us came from the same place in a roundabout way. I care about yeah. where are you, where are you now, and where are you going? 
most importantly, where are you going? Because where you are now, like like Felix, when I'm checking out his stuff, I'm like, okay, yeah, this this guy's got his shit together. He's he's already developing a style, and he's and he's and he's pushing it. And I'm like, and he and he 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 should have a little more like respect for his stuff because when I was talking to him, he seemed you know a little bit bit you know uh, uh, surprised. In fact, initially he was surprised that anybody wanted to talk to him about it. I'm like, okay. You got to get over that because you have to. Right. If you yeah. If you don't like your shit, if you don't think you're just a number one, mm, then there's a problem there. Because if you don't like your own shit, then who, why is anybody else going to? So I care right. about. Yeah, I care about. Do you have a vision for the future? Right. I mean, him. I. He's got a lot of things going on. He, you know, he, he likes what he's doing. Josh knows what he's doing. He's going to travel the world and shoot the shit out of the planet. That's his plan. Right. That's straight up solid. He knows what he's doing. He knows where he's going. He knows how he's going to do it. Right. That's solid. Right. If you, you know, if, if you get on here and I go, uh, okay, yeah. So, um, uh, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I no, 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 no. This is my podcast. I can talk about any freaking thing I want at any time I want. If I bring you on the show, it's because I want to hear what you have to say. If you're on this show, it's because you've got something interesting to say, and that's it. So say it. Say what you got to say. I'm not here to, to, to direct you. I've seen so many podcasts where it's just a disjointed series of questions. How did you get started in photography? What are you shooting? Are you post-processing? Who's your lab? What, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's, what's the funniest thing that ever happened to you? It's just dude, it's just shit like that it's like question number one question number two question number three it's like and then there's no exploration i don't give a shit about that my 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 biggest problem with a podcast like that is it's it's talking about the most uninteresting parts of what you do yeah it is (laughs) i i don't i don't care i don't care about your equipment i don't care about your um I, I, I don't care about your, you know, who you use to what what made you take the pictures you take? Yeah. What, what what's driving what's driving behind you? That's the interesting stuff. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm sorry if you're if if all you're going to talk about is spending money. Well, shit, we can all do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've actually I've actually come to a place where, you know, we've talked about how I wanted to upgrade my camera at this stuff. Well, we we both uh, I've talked about this before. My music is my my main passion. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, until I get all of that done and 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 the stuff I want for that, I, I'm not going to concentrate on the stuff for my photography. Yeah. So I'm going to take I'm going to take what I got and I'm going to use it to the best of my ability. Yeah. That's um, what every, that's what everybody should be doing. That's what everybody I, should be doing. I, 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 I talked to you a couple of weeks ago and I bought uh, two uh, kit kit uh, lenses, which are not the greatest lenses. <laughs> um, the, the glass is pretty, you know, it's the whole reason you can get them for 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but what was happening was I was going out and trying to get these pictures of the stuff I, we talked about and I couldn't get close enough a lot of times because, uh, I couldn't leave uh, my truck parked that long on the highway so I could cross the highway and, you know, go off and wander around for a half hour in a place. Um, And number two, a lot of these places are fenced off. So I needed, I needed to be able to get in closer with my lens. Uh Um, So I went and bought, I went and bought a 55 to, uh, a 55 to 250, which is one of the more modern uh, Canon kit lenses, which okay. allowed me to get in pr- pretty good. And um, I went ahead and bought an older kit lens. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure these lenses were made for uh, Canons back when they were still uh, film film uh, oriented. And I bought an 80 to 200. And uh, oh, okay. And, and I bought that because uh, uh, at one point I had dropped my camera and broke the lens. 
the kit lens I had, which I think was just a standard 18 to 55. Um, so I, I went down to a pawn shop and I bought a film camera, a Canon EOS film camera, so I could have the lens. I threw the camera away. <laughs> okay. Because I picked the whole thing up for like 110 bucks. Okay. So, and, it, and but the lens was awesome. I go, wow, this is a great lens. It, it, there wasn't nothing I couldn't shoot with it that didn't look awesome. Now, is there some haze in it? Quite possibly. Is there some fungus in it? More than likely. And maybe that's the reason it took good, good pictures. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's probably uh, the reason. But I went ahead and bought another from that from that line. That was a 28 to 80, I think it was. And I just bought the 80 to 200 um, because I liked the way the 28 to 80 worked. So I, I just I just wanted lenses where I could get in closer to to what I was shooting. And I go, are they the greatest lenses? Well, no photographer is ever going to say they're great lenses. But <laughs> I'm I, I'm a guy who takes pictures as a hobby. I'm not. I don't make money off of this. If if I made money, I could invest in expensive glass. Okay. You know. Yeah. Like I told you last, like I told you last night, I I have to rebuild a computer, and you know it's going to cost me an arm and a leg. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be work. Um, for my own information, what, because I've been looking at an 18 to 55 for my, uh, for that mm-hmm. film camera, that alone that I have. What, yeah. what, what's the, what is the purpose of, of a lens? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I want to be sure I'm wording this correctly. The 18 millimeter end of that lens. What do, what yes. would that be used for? Is that is that just for like landscaping? I know it's going to have a certain amount of lens distortion, which as we've already talked about, I'm cool with lens distortion. I'm fine with that. But it's but, it's not it's not as bad as you would think. Uh-huh. It, well, we, it, it, it's, it's, I mean it has some, yes, but like I said, these are not the these are not made to be the greatest. They're 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 made for the hobbyist to just have a lens for his camera. Okay. You know, usually, usually if you buy a camera and you buy a kit, these are the, these are the lenses that come with it. And 1855 is their standard kit lens. Okay. Um, I would, I would think it would be higher, like a 28 to 70 or something like that. No, but that's that, uh, well, because a 55 from 35 to 50 is, is the standard. We already talked about that's, that's the standard. But one that's as, as, um, wide as a, as an 18, that's pretty wide. So, but okay, but what would you normally use use that kind of thing for? Would that be a general purpose, or would you would you be using that for like landscaping, or because I know you, generally you wouldn't use it as um for uh, portraiture or anything like that, but that's just a general no. purpose use. That's just general purpose. Yeah. I mean, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all okay because we figured um, out we figured out from the last time when we ran around shooting stuff um with a wide angle lens that. The lens distortion really wasn't the scourge of humanity. It's actually kind of cool. Right. <laughs> and if you if you know where to place your subject, you don't even you don't even pick it up. The lens distortion really happens on the outside of the frame. So okay, that's right. cool. I just was wondering about that because because I'm looking at getting 18 to 55 from my camera. So I just want to know what, uh, if that's a good general purpose lens. Yeah, it's 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 a general purpose. And and you were asking why the kit would only come with something that goes from 18 to 55. Well, uh huh. General, generally, when you buy the kits, you buy a two lens kit, and usually the second lens is either the uh, Canon seventy-five to three hundred uh-huh. or fifty-five to two fifty, which is their newest one. Okay. Um, um, although I don't know, you may want to double check to make sure those are not uh, dash S lenses. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I found that you're, out. You're, because you're you're looking to use them on full on a full frame uh 35 millimeter right um so um because I, I know a lot of those kit lenses that i know are made for the uh, cropped uh sensor mm-hmm. okay so you definitely want to keep that in mind when when checking these out make sure you're buying make sure you know what you're buying 
for me, it's it's because of all the lenses I have that are made for that crop sensor. It's kind of made up my mind whether I was going to have a crop sensor or a full frame or full full size sensor camera. Um, you know, I guess it would be the same as if you had if you invested a bunch in micro two third micro four thirds uh, lenses. Yeah. You know. You're, you're you're not going to have to restart buying all your lenses in order to keep using your lenses. You're going to buy another micro four thirds camera. Yeah. So it's just, it's just something to keep your eye on. Like I said, my 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 original choice is kind of dedicated. What? Uh, uh, not dedicated. Uh, uh, decided for me as to what. Uh, type of camera i'm all upgrade to yeah but that's yeah, well, a, but that's okay because i'm not I'm, I'm not doing work that requires me to have a full full frame or you know full size sensor um oh yeah okay so recently uh i've been shooting a lot of um iphone stuff a lot of iphone work and one of the okay. things that i've been doing is um uh i well <laughs> okay it's it's the co-opting of another term, but it's called the grunge aesthetic. So apparently, um, it's like the extension of lamography, where um, the degradation of the image, like um, they even have like overlays that are like um, uh, to simulate like uh, uh, creased or cracked uh, prints. You know what I'm talking about? You know how the old the old um, yeah no I. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, um, seeing, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of that lately. As and they're trying to incorporate the um, the uh, grunge aesthetic itself as part of the image, so that the image, the image is 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 not, uh, it doesn't stand alone. The um, uh, you're taking the image with post processing in mind, and I wonder, mm-hmm. yeah, and my now I I met a lot of people that that are like. I mean, some of them are completely ridiculous. Like, oh, oh, oh you, you know, you, whatever comes out of the camera, that's it. If that's not what you're, what it is, then you're lying. You're, you're cheating. <laughs> we already talked about that and and how ridiculous yeah. that is. But, but I have heard of of a handful of shooters that are taught that are coining the term Photoshopography, and what they're saying is is that they're shooting images specifically to be uh, processed within photoshop so what do you think about that um well here's it, it, it really comes down to one thing if, if you want to be a purist feel free uh it's it's like we've talked about with guys that demand that they the only, the only real photographers shoot film whatever <laughs> yeah the the end result is all that matters is it stunning to the eye? Is it going to capture someone's imagination when they see your picture, no matter how it was created? People, <laughs> yeah. people, people, people are putting the 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 work in front of people are putting the 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 it, it, it's it's like everything, you know, that for a long time, a, a lot of digital uh, music recording was considered really. Ugh. How garage band? <laughs> oh. How garage band of you? I remember that. Well, now, now, now everyone's doing it, including the pros. And yeah. why? Because it's just a better workflow. No, what? Do you know how much money it costs to to uh, maintain a tape machine? And the price keeps going up because there's so few of them anymore. Yeah. Um, film photography. Say whatever you want. Eventually. It doesn't matter whether they keep producing film or not. Eventually, there will come a time where the cameras don't work anymore because they're not producing new cameras. And because they're not producing new cameras, eventually, yeah, well, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it won't. I, I won't see it in my lifetime. I, I I can imagine they can keep a lot of those cameras going through the next twenty, thirty years, mm-hmm. but eventually they'll be gone. And film photography, no matter no matter how, what your feelings are on it, 
it's going to be over. It's, it, it's, it's like that scene at the end of first blood. It's over, Johnny. <laughs> Get used uh, to it. You, 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 you can't change. It's, it's moved well beyond the, the point where you're going to be able to bring back the format. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, enjoy it while you can S- stop. People think that because they do it, they have a right to knock other people's work. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like if I, if I let people decide for me what I can and can't do because I'm not spending the money they're do, do, spending to do it, that's, that's retarded. Yeah. We, we we live in we live in unfortunately there there is a double sided knife because while yes because of all the the computer processing and 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 stuff we can do with it now uh, creating art has become a lot easier for everybody music you know everything it's easier for anybody to make art. Unfortunately, because of so much of it and it's so readily available anymore, it is um, it is driven down the value of it. You know, uh-huh. the, 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 the the not not the value of it, the 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 financial value of it. Yeah. Um, if, if you're out there making your living as, as, as someone who records bands or as someone who 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 is a photographer, good on you. But understand that the the longer you you don't figure out another way to um another income, the chances are more likely that your job's going to dry up and just be gone. Um, if, if you notice a lot of these uh. People who are pros, um, you know, it's YouTube channels, it's uh, websites where, you know, sign up for my classes um, uh, that Tony and Chelsea. Uh, oh, yeah. Northrop. Yeah. Tony and Chelsea. Northrop. Yeah. Yep. Um, they have so much YouTube material out there. I'm going, how does this guy ever continue to make a living? Well, it, it occurred to me. He's just like these recording guys who all of a sudden. No one's paying, you know, six hundred dollars a song for you to mix it anymore. Yeah, they're they're so they they had to come up with a new way to create in, an income. And he had, you know, they were smart. They they had this information, and he he he's a little dry with the way he, you know, with the way he puts it out there, but it makes sense. Um, and. You know that that's just the way it goes. I don't I don't really care what somebody uses or how they create an image. Just go out and create it. Yeah. If I like it, I'll go. I'll go. That's cool. If I don't like it, I'm gonna say, eh, it's not for me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm always looking to do something else to find um, uh, to find the next thing. You know, or something, or just just for shits and grins. So when I'm out and about, I'm shooting uh, uh, smartphone photography, and then I run it through uh, uh, an on uh, on my phone app, and I process it, I crop it, I do whatever the hell I want to it, I filter it, I, I fuck it up, I do whatever the hell I'm thinking, and then I post it, and I can do it in one shot while I'm drinking a cappuccino. Well, like I used to drink a cappuccino at the Starbucks. Then I think that's a pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a pretty good deal, and I think that it's got a lot of potential. And we talked uh, on the last uh, podcast that we had, the other podcast that, that no longer exists. We uh, talked about that, and we talked about how um, at some point all cameras may just vaporize, and what we may end up with is um, phones built around a, a high-end multimedia device like a, a camera where – I mean we're shooting – uh, right now, you can get a camera that's shooting um, – uh, uh, well, uh, Xiaomi just released a camera that has a 108-megapixel uh, uh, rear-facing camera. 108 in a camera. And, and if you want to downsize, in you, a, can do, you can do that. 
their their downsize camera on, on their non pro version is 68 megapixels. 68. That's three times. Yeah. yeah, that's three times what my uh, what my uh, mirrorless camera does. So I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. And they're also shooting um, 4K. So yeah, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna get to the point where you know the phone is an aside. You know, it's like right. you, you have a camera cable. So what? I have a I have a smartphone, and I can do the same damn thing you're doing. And um, you know, I may not have all the all the um um the um options that you have, which you, you won't, mm-hmm. you can't. But well, at some point you may. You know, I mean, there are com- well, companies there are companies already that are producing um additional lenses. There's a company called Moment, and they produce uh, cases that have integrated thread mounts, so that you can mount um uh their proprietary lenses but i just saw a uh a a, um case that has a a thread mount that will allow you to thread an adapter that will allow you to put it on a a dslr lens now that's the shit yeah that's freaking crazy once that happens yeah Yeah. then then it's over Um, it's over well then you'll start seeing film companies get into camera companies like it'll be uh It'll be, um, you know, Samsung with Canon technology. Yeah. It, 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 it's the way it'll have to go. Um, I, I was just, you know, you were talking about, uh, you picked up the iPhone, right? The newest iPhone? Uh, yeah. Um, I was thinking of, because uh, I, I, I need a big phone because my eyes are just getting worse and worse. So I was, I was looking at the new Samsung. They have a Samsung what is it, 14 or whatever, uh, uh, Ultra, which is almost a seven-inch screen. So basically, it's a tablet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but it, it, they're doing the same thing uh, uh, iPhone's doing. It has, you know, multiple uh, lens uh, built into the camera. Right. And as I was reading it, they were saying you can take video and it's what we talked about a couple, um, you know, a while back where you can take your four, I, I think it's 4K video, and then take a take a snapshot out of the video. And it's at 34, I think 34 point something uh, megapixels. Okay. I go, it's it's over, Johnny. It that's is it. over, Johnny. That's it. Well, that's going that's, 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 that's to be on your catchphrase. It's over, Johnny. <laughs> I, I said, I said once, once you were able to just shoot video and then pull a high resolution picture out of that video, that's it. Yeah. Well, that's it because you can, you can, you you well, you just grab whatever you want. You can you shoot you shoot yeah. video, you shoot video, and you watch the video, and when it happens, you take yeah. the, you you cut that minute out, and then you start cutting down and down and down until you finally end up with a single image. Yep. And I was, I was thinking about that when, back when we talked about that. Um, yeah, at, at some point, the difference between video and um, still image will start to blur because you'll be using the same camera. In fact, in fact, I forgot to tell you that I, I, now that you mentioned that, in the um, um, the the iPhones, they got this thing called a live photo, live picture, or some such shit. I really. You know, I, I I have not explored nearly you know a tenth of what's going on in that phone, but but right. what it is is they they take a picture. You get a picture, okay. But what but if you don't know what a live photo is, and I didn't, what they're actually doing is he's taking a very short. The phone is taking a very short video clip, very short, like maybe just a, a second or two, and then yeah. it's and then it's taking what you want and it's presenting it to you. But if you want to, right. you can go, you can view it as this short video clip. So they're practically doing it already, where the right. where the where the video and the still image is starting to blur. It's starting to become a single a single uh, occurrence, and then at that point, you can start cropping or not cropping, but slicing multiple photos out of this. You got one second, but we know that you could pull an infinite number of photos out of, well, not right now, but eventually you'll be able to pull an infinite number of still images out of there. As long as they're... What's, they're, what's, what's the best video? 30, 30 frames per second? 
Uh, I think it's 30 frames per second is is what it is the de facto. That's what they're using. Okay. Because I do so know. So 30 frames know, per second. You you take a one second shot, you've got 30 30 pictures. Yeah. Yeah. If we work it that way, you're getting you you've got 30 still images out of every second. Yep. That you that you can pull out. Now now most of them are going to be so close together, you're not even going to notice. You'd notice it about right. frame number one, about frame 15. About frame thirty, mm-hmm. you, you'll notice a difference because it's only one second to us. It doesn't. It's right. it's, it's tiny. So, but if it's like someone pedaling a bike, uh, uh, the different position of the leg might be the, what what makes the picture. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Well, if you don't have a, a reference, of, a, a specific turn of the head. Yeah. Um. You know, during a, you know, these these are these are all the things, and and that's what's gonna. Yeah, it's it's over for for cameras. Yeah, that's what I would think. The only thing other than that that I think is is um well because a lot of those cameras, I mean, look at um, I I saw a camera that's uh I don't know if it's on the market yet, but it's got six uh six lenses on it, six freaking yes. lenses. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. I, I think I think that's the Samsung I was looking at. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, what the it, fuck? Yeah. Now, 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 don't get me wrong. This goddamn camera goes for fourteen hundred dollars. Well, okay, or this that's... phone goes for fourteen hundred bucks. Okay, okay, but <laughs> if you really look at it and adjust it for inflation, plus look at the capabilities, it's a better deal than when you spent fourteen hundred bucks for uh, for you know for a digital camera you know five years ago, six years ago. It's a better deal because. Um, you're getting almost you're not getting exactly you know the quality that you're getting out of out of out of a dedicated camera i don't believe at least not yet i don't believe that you're going to be getting that but i've seen a lot of the of the uh aftermarket camera applications that are doing things like opening up the the uh, potential of the camera that your that your native apps don't have the native iphone app doesn't have raw shooting okay but but there's a, a bunch of aftermarket apps that are professional level like Filmic Pro, uh, Filmic First Light, Camera Plus, Moment, uh, and a couple, uh, a couple that escape me. But they do, they do some crazy, crazy things to this, to this raw sensor. And the, 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 they do things like they open up, um, complete manual controls and raw format shooting. Yeah, no, the raw format is limited because on the camera that I have, you can shoot raw from the uh, from the main lens, but the wide angle lens you can't shoot raw from. I don't know why that is, but so there's certain limitations. But I mean, you know, before that didn't exist. And once you start getting more companies and, and maybe phones start getting a little more standardized, you'll start getting cases that have integrated thread mounts on it. With customized lenses yeah. on, and potentially, right. like I like I just saw, uh, the potential to get a, a, a an adapter to put your 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 phone on on a a, a, a dedicated lens for what would normally go on an interchangeable camera. I would assume that they would be a small format like a Micro Four Thirds or um, uh, 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 APS-C or whatever, that kind of thing. Uh, full frames might be a lot of wasted real estate. I don't know. Or maybe not. I don't know. But once that happens, I mean, it's over, Johnny. Mm. <laughs> it's freaking oh, over. Yeah. Because, because why? Yeah. Why are you gonna? Why are you gonna? When you have the potential to have all that plus your um your uh your um uh, your model release software, your uh email, your uh PayPal, your um uh uh all your database stuff so so that all your clients uh, you know your client your client control software uh and then uh, all your marketing software and you can hold it in the palm of your hand why are you mm-hmm. going to spend a huge the same amount of money or more for other for 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 equipment that does exactly one thing now i can understand yeah, I got to stand. If you're up at the top of the Coliseum and you're shooting a, a football game, you're not going to get away with that because you need, you know, a, a 5,000 millimeter lens, you know, and a, and a camera that's super freaking sharp and super fast. Sure, absolutely. But there won't be any photojournalists that are doing anything else. I can't understand why. Why would you? I just, 
I just thought of, I I just even thought because I was sitting there going, well, what were some things you could do with a camera that you wouldn't be able to do with the phone right now? And one of the things I was thinking is, you know, the shot where you throw an ND filter on your lens and then you open up your uh, thing for like one second and, you know, like a waterfall. Uh-huh. So you get that smooth uh, rush of the water over several seconds. Mm-hmm. I go, but if you had a one second video, couldn't you do that and just overlay all the frames? Probably. And, and, and come out with the exact same picture? Yeah, that would actually that'd be kind of almost like focus stacking where you take multiple pictures and then you're stacking them together so that you can get uh, a, a, a depth of field that you normally couldn't get naturally. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, the only thing I could think of unless inlet. Well, I mean, you know, maybe they'll start making lenses specifically for smartphones, in which case you will be able to get, you know, just monstrosity lenses. Just hook up your smartphone. And then when you're do, when you're done. You uh, process it through Snapseed or or um, um, you know whatever software you choose to use, whatever editor you choose to use, and you upload it to your editor, to your um, to your to the magazine editor, or the or the news or the news group or the Associated Press, or 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 you just take it home and you post it on uh, on uh, Instagram, and then people start going. Oh, well, you know what? Um, yeah, nice magazine, you know, uh, a Sports Illustrated. Hey, nice. But you know what? Uh, a month and a half before you published this image, I already, I already, I already got, uh, uh, a full spread from this guy on Instagram. So what's your yeah. point? So what's your point? You, you, you're doing all this stuff. You're printing a magazines. Dude, I'm sorry. They're, they're, it's over, Johnny. <laughs> I can't think of a better phrase. Yeah. It's freaking over, Johnny. Well, other than other than well, the written word, the magazine, and I can do that online if I want. Other than the well, written yeah, word, the printed magazine, it's 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 days are numbered. I can't I can't see why, you know. I mean, so there are people like like film shooters that will stick with that forever, but in general, that will fade away, and what we will end up with is a huge amount of online content, and you just pick and choose what you want. Yep. Okay. Now, we know who I'm talking about, but we won't mention his name, okay? But he's a freaking redneck, okay? This guy, he's doing his podcast, which has greatly, you know, degenerated. And I don't believe that that's just because I hate the guy. I think it has to do with the fact that his he doesn't um uh he hasn't um uh uh progr- not progressed. He hasn't you can only do the same thing for so long and then people start dropping off. So you watch your numbers yes. and when people start dropping, yeah. See, but some people don't, they don't pick that up. They say, Oh, it worked for me for two years. It'll be fine. No, it won't. No. Uh, you watch your analytics. They start dropping off. Then you change your show and you watch your analytics and you see what gets people in and what keeps people like there's a show that, uh, that, um, uh, it's called the candid frame at Barian X. Don't even, uh, well, he's Dominican. So his first name is a Barian X. And his last name is Perel, or Barion X Perel. This guy's show is classic. It's straight up. It's probably it probably hasn't changed in 15 years, but it's 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 killer because he does exactly one thing. He gets great photographers on. He talks to them. He talks to them in the same style, and um and uh, he lets them flap their guns. There are times when you're like, eh, that doesn't, he doesn't interest me. Okay, whatever. I'll go, you know, that's, nah, that doesn't interest me. I'll, I'll wait till the next episode. And it works. And then there's another show. There's a couple other shows that are, that are, that are doing some things where part of the show works, part of it doesn't. But what happens is, is generally, eventually a show will run its course and it will start to die away. Then you start picking up, uh, you start changing your format and, and adding new things in. And then you, you watch your analytics and that's how you keep going. Otherwise, eventually your show will just die. So here's what happened. The guy's talking about um, uh, film photography and all that same old crap and it's boring as shit. And then finally he gets to the end and he starts talking about the iPhone 11. And he says this. He says, this phone, he goes, a friend of mine has this phone and he's taking pictures inside a bar. He goes, and I don't know what kind of magic is going on inside that box, but damn, it was like taking uh, 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 somehow he was shooting pictures in the dark and they were nicely exposed. Yeah, they were a little noisy. Of course, they're going to be a little noisy, but they were nicely exposed. Right. And instead of having this epiphany where he goes, 
you know, that's pretty cool. Now, he goes, well, you know, I could do the same thing um, with film, but it's a little more difficult. I'd have to use a flash and a tripod and all this shit. And I'm going, okay. But what you just told me is is that you can't do the same thing with film. I can grab that that so that iPhone 11 in my bare hands and shoot a band in a venue. You need a flash. You need lights. You need a tripod. Mm-hmm. You need a remote shutter. I don't need any of that. Right. Yeah. Then he says, now, I don't think this is going to be a, a, a threat to film. I think it'll be a threat to digital. Oh my okay. Yeah. He says that. And I'm like, I'm like, dude. I'm like, dude, you're you're ass backwards. He goes, yeah, it's a threat to digital, absolutely, but they don't care. As soon as it supersedes digital, the digital shooters will just start shooting smartphones. They don't care. But these people are constantly looking for a threat, for the next threat to film, constantly. And I don't know how you can keep living that way. That's like when the, when the great Fuji film freezer was going on. Everything yeah. was a threat. Oh, oh, Fuji's out. Fuji stopped making film. Well, we know they didn't. Oh, oh, this and that, this and that. And then it was like, then there were people looking at Kodak. Oh, Kodak's, Kodak's closing up. If they don't sell, uh, you know, Sodak, uh, Kodak, um, the, um, the main, the, the film manufacturer, I, I don't remember what it's called. I think it's called, oh, it's called Eastman Kodak. If they don't sell Eastman Kodak, they're, by June, they're closing up, or by January, they're closing up. Okay, well, it's March. So it's almost April. Yeah. And they, they're still making film and they're still doing their thing and Fuji still exists. But film shooters are constantly looking for that. Oh, and here's the thing. And this, this, this is kind of – we're going to use this guy as an example. But I think it's, it's an interesting point because I've seen this kind of thing before. So the guy – this guy who shall remain nameless ends up on a podcast uh, from some Canadian girl who, who's, who does, who's one of those people who asks those compartmentalized questions that don't make a lot of sense. But he starts talking about um, – how successful his podcast has been. And I'm not going to take it up from him. His, his podcast with, at least within the film photography community has been fairly successful. He starts talking about how he was never, uh, he never excelled at sports or school or uh, even photography for that matter. But when he started this podcast, it really took off. I'm like, okay, okay. I can see that this kid, this guy has serious self, has self-esteem problems. Okay. A lot of people have that. You know, especially we don't know what his life was like, so we don't know. Then he's so so I, of course, turned that off because it was, you know, the whole thing itself was boring the crap out of me. Well, the next week he comes on with his own solo show and he starts talking about this discussion and he starts talking about he goes, yeah, he goes, he goes, it was a lot of years when I was when I was after I started playing music before I really felt comfortable like i like do i belong here am i that good and we've already you and i have already talked about that everybody does that you're sitting there absolutely yeah absolutely that's nothing to even be concerned about that's common and it's and especially when you begin because when, when when you're first beginning you're you're going into these clubs and the band that's playing before you they're they're or the band that's playing after you these guys are really freaking good yeah but is 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 and it's only because you haven't had the stage time, the the rehearsal time that these guys, they're really around their way out, at which I, I even you know I even became that guy, yeah. um, you know where people are watching them. Wow, that was really good. I go, well, you, you guys are good. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's like. Don't worry about what someone else is doing. You have to concentrate on what you're doing. Yes. And, and if 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 you think you're lacking in something, you need to work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he 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 finished up the 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 uh, his statement with something similar to that, but he kind of went in the wrong direction. He said um, that self-doubt and I'm thinking to myself, OK, he, this guy's going to actually have an epiphany. But no, he doesn't. He floundered like he always does. He goes, that self-doubt. um, Yeah, it keeps you sharp and makes you want to get better. I'm like, OK, hold on. No, 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 no. Early on. Yeah. But as you get older, it doesn't it doesn't. What it does is it holds you back because you're constantly trying to hide, trick the audience, pretend and get over on them. That's what you're doing because you because you are telling yourself in your brain that you suck and you're on but you're still on the stage. So how are you doing that? Okay, because your own mind is telling you that you're no good. So if you're still on the stage, 
then you must be bullshitting the audience. So, right. so that's, you have to let go of that self-doubt. And this guy's considerably older than me, shooting a lot of a lot more film and, and photography than I ever have. Probably has a lot more stage time than I ever have had. And he, but he's, but he's stuck there. He's stuck in that self-doubt. It's like, and that's why he's talking to this girl and the whole thing is about how he never excelled at sports. He was never, never thought he was any good at music. And believe me, I've heard his stuff and it's actually pretty freaking good. You know, I would never tell him that. <laughs> he does like this, um, they do this like, um, um, uh, it's in an instrumental kind of stuff, but it's like ambient kind of stuff. It's pretty crazy. But the thing is, is that for all listening, when you're, when you're in that situation, you have to let it go. You can't. Yeah. Why are you going to, you know, years later? Oh, I, I, you know, I don't know if I'm any good. Dude, let it go. Why do you care? Yeah. Why do you care? You, 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 okay. Well, I'm still, I'm still playing. I've been playing for 30 years. Okay, cool. Well, apparently you don't suck so bad that they took you outside and beat you with a stick. Apparently, yeah. apparently you got some kind of ability. And even if you don't, who cares? Who cares? Well, when you're looking at your photography, that's the biggest thing that I've been seeing lately is people talking about, is this any good? Should I be doing that? What do you think of this? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. You, we beat this. This is like beating a dead horse. We're going to have to, I, at some point, I would hope that we could get off of this and I, but I don't see, foresee it in the future. <laughs> but if you don't like your own stuff, if you need to ask somebody else if you're good, then you're in the wrong business. If you, some you have to ask somebody else, is my photography any good? Is my gear any good? Is my post-processing any good? Is my film developing any good? You're in the wrong business, man. <laughs> You're in the wrong business. And that's all art is like that. All art is like that. You, you have, you must think that you're the shit. <laughs>